0: Welcome to my show, Secrets of a Personal Trainer, Unfiltered. My name is Cornelia Dura. I'm your show host. I'm also a former IFBB World Champion, a personal trainer in my gym, Fit and Fight, in Pampano Beach, Florida. And I'm also an economist. Let's get started with your transformation right now. Episode 32 If you decide to sign up in a big gym like LA Fitness, UFit, or other huge chains. So here are uh, some ideas what you should consider when you sign up in a big gym. Let's say the big gym is right around your corner and you can even walk there. Then I strongly recommend to maybe go sign up in that big gym. And maybe you do personal training in that one or you go in a small gym, book personal training there... And then you take the paperwork with you, and you go to LA Fitness or UFit, and you work out there with the personal training from the small gym. This is what I do with a couple of my members who are at LA Fitness. They come twice a month to me for personal training. We write down the plans, and then they go back to the gym, what's right around their corner where they are living, and that's completely it. Completely makes sense to do that. Now, when you decide to sign up at these big gyms. Please take your time and when you sign up, please, please read the contract. Even though you think it's not important and it's always the same anyway, it's really important that you understand what you are signing up there. That's why. Like in my own gym, I go every point, every point um, through it with my customers so they know what I'm talking about. They know what's in the contract. They know what risk they take. And at the end, you need to think about do you take that risk or not? Now, the risk is not that big if you sign up in a month-to-month membership. And that's perfect. That's what you should do if possible always sign up in a month to month membership because if you have a problem if something is not working out then this is you pay one more month and then you are out so that's important you take a look how long do you have to put in the cancellation now if they say sometimes they do 3 months cancellation in advance or or 6 weeks cancellation in advance then it's not the following month when you can cancel. It's like two months later. You already don't go. So you will lose one or two months just paying before you can get out. So you need to make sure that when you sign up month to month, you can really end that month, your contract. Read exactly what's in it. Also, there is another chain without saying the name. They are very, very cheap. It's $10 a month. And then, when you want to leave, then you have to, buy, to pay $160, $180, $200 goodbye fee. This is, in my eyes, honestly, this is fraud to the consumer. And I don't understand how this is even allowed. Um, nobody tells you in advance. If you don't read the small print, then you don't even know that. You think it's 10 a month, and then this is it. You cancel, and that's it. It's not. You really need to read into it in every contract. When you cancel, how does it look like when you cancel? What do you have to come up with when you are canceling? Are there any footnotes? Are there anything? What you have to say goodbye fees? Really take a look when you have uh, when you see what you have to pay when you are canceling. there is uh, LA Fitness is I think the normal way what I saw the last time. You cancel and then in the next four weeks it's over and that's fine. Others are coming up with this amount of goodbye fees. Please take a close look. The next point what's uh, very important a lot of people sign up and then they are just standing there because they wanted to save the money. They are not buying any personal training. So they are standing there in front of this huge equipment park and have no idea what to do they barely make it to the cardio and try to figure out how it works I strongly strongly recommend to book in that gym where you are the first hours by a couple of sessions I would recommend minimum four if you can afford it by a uh, 10 and then you go from there very important again Let them write down what you are doing. Make sure you can read the writing. Have everything in writing. Every personal training is 30 minutes or 60 minutes. Let them write down what you are doing. Worst case scenario is that you are writing it down. Write down the number of the machine where you are exercising. Make maybe even a little drawing there. And then the weight, what you are using, where you feel comfortable with what's healthy for you. So, then you have the program in your hands. So, you paid whatever you paid, $50, $70, $80, $90, but you have something out of that and it's not forgotten in uh, four days. You have it in writing, then you can still do it the week, the following week, and two weeks later and three weeks later, you can use this uh, workout. Good idea is to begin the first two personal trainings, maybe with two full body workouts, and then the third, fourth, and the other personal trainings, you can split the body half-half. You make focus on your weaker muscle groups, also another half hour. So at the end, you are starting to put your own personal trainings together what you want to do. I know it sounds like work, but it's really worth it. This is how you get the, get the best results when you are working out. You have then at the end, let's say... 10 pieces of paper of paper sheets where you organize in advance and when you work out four, five, six weeks you will see it goes faster and faster. If you are interested in even write down the weights, what you are using, that's good to monitor yourself if you are not always in personal training. otherwise I monitor you. <laughs> I always write down what we are doing, what we are using. So there is a plan, you can see how you develop and but not a lot of personal trainers are doing that. The best one do, because it's just important to know what you are doing. Also, honestly, I have right now 26 personal training clients. Honestly, I have no idea what I did yesterday, with whom and why. (laughs) So I forgot in that moment when the customer leaves, I forget completely what I worked out with that person. And the next client is in the middle point. I look through the plans of the last two weeks, what we did and how much weight we use. And then I develop the plan before the customer comes in. Normally, I do always the programs the evening before. I have all the files with me at home. I write down the program for the next days, for the next following 24 hours, and then we go from there. So I make sure that we don't exercise twice in a row exactly the same machine or the same muscle group. So maybe it's also aging that I cannot remember what I did the day before. But I try really to focus on the next customer when he or she enters the door and then I don't care anymore what was yesterday and whose personal training I did there. That customer gets in the middle point again when she enters the gym again two, three days later. So that is just an idea. Think about that. It's really important to have all these programs in writing. Very, very important. Also, um, insist to write down the personal training. You or the personal trainer should write down because this is why you are paying for it. This is yours. This is what he's sharing there with you or she, even a female personal trainer. This That's why you are paying for, for her knowledge, what she or he is doing with you. R- let them write down the personal training. Also, try to be completely independent. Now, when you can afford... Personal training, I always recommend. You can afford it. Do it once or twice a week, whatever your budget is. And then you see a lot of variations there. That's perfect. You are not motivated. You can afford a personal trainer. Do it. But a lot of people just cannot pay $45 for half an hour, two or three times a week. It's just not in their budget. Then it's even more important to write down these exercises. Also, it's a good idea to maybe buy a book or take a look on YouTube. Always try to find somebody who is similar age group as you are. If you look into personal training or on YouTube, try to find a trainer who's talking there, who's around your age group. I promise you when I was 20 and heavy in bodybuilding, I w- could not imagine what it means to be in menopause when I'm 54 or to have knee pain or lower back surgery, I could not imagine that, how that hurts and how I have to adjust my own workout. I could not. So if I could not do it, I promise you the younger generation cannot either so try to find a personal trainer who is around your age group so they understand what you are talking about they understand maybe when you are a little bit depressed and we don't do then that cardio workout on that day we just switch to something else we try to adjust as personal trainer to the mood what you are try to motivate you and in between and I feel that the client has not a good day had a lot of Shit going on in their businesses. Then I try to switch in between the workouts so they can just relax. There, they are not. We are. We are not going to the highest weight. What normally I would go maybe with that customer. So I switch in between the workouts to adjust to their mood and to that to how they feel. Be independent. Be independent of the trainer if you cannot afford them. Be independent of everybody and everything. That's why I normally don't like it too much to exercise with friends. Every time when I did it, the friend did not feel like working out. So I had to motivate not only myself, (laughs) I had to motivate the friend too. So this is really, I don't need that. (laughs) I motivate myself, hopefully most of the time, and believe me or not, as the owner of Fit and Fight Gym, and as I love my job, I love my job, but sometimes there are days where I feel too, I don't want to work out, I just don't feel like working out at all, and in 90% of these cases, I still make it to the gym to work out, I still make it, I still do the 40-45 minute workout, and believe me, it's hard for me too. So also I um, had a couple of phone calls from one former customer and one customer is in my gym and they told me because the one just lost 20 pounds in the seven weeks and just by switching their uh, nutrition and she told me that constantly listening to me saying no shit food was the sentence what really pushed her not to eat garbage food, I mean fried food, And over-processed food, that made the difference. So I made a couple of t-shirts, no shit food. And it's running really well, customers are buying it. So think about that, no shit food. When you eat, when you're in a big gym, small gym, wherever, you want to change your lifestyle, think about it, no shit food. When you want to eat fried stuff, that is shit food. You want to eat over-processed food? Like what you can buy in the fridge, already cooked and the the preservation goes for two years. You can imagine how much chemicals and preservatives are in there. That is shit food. It's completely full of chemicals. Please stay with veggies and fruits. Less processed, the better it is for you. The better your body reacts to it, the better the cell reacts to it. So your energy level goes higher and higher and higher. And Sam, who just lost the 20 pounds, she her, her eyes are different. She's full of energy. She is really into it now. And I can tell you she was not in the first couple of two weeks. First couple of days, she was like really down and all that from all that bad food. Now she looks like a different person, I promise you. She's motivated in everything what she is doing. So this is the way you should go too. So when you sign up in a big gym, make sure you have your personal trainings in writing. Your plan is always ready. Try to be completely independent of anything and anybody. So you are there. You want to work out. You are the one which makes the difference. Reboot your health today. Today is the day to get started.